0: Hey y'all, what's up, it's your girl Monique And welcome to A Date With Destiny You already know that this podcast was designed with young people in mind We're here to equip, encourage, and empower young people in mind, body, and soul It's a place where amazing things happen So, thanks for tuning in Well, happy Sunday to all of you Um, I hope you're all having a great holiday weekend And, um, it's been a minute, you know, since I, uh, recorded something, but, you know, just been busy, you know, trying to, you know, get things together for, you know, my podcast and I have a, a broadcast as well, um, that I, I do a broadcast on the Glory Network, a Christian radio station. So, you know, I just, you know, been busy with a lot of things. I'm also, you know, I'm a mom as well and stuff and i'm a you know a secretary at a law firm um but you know in between everything that you know i have doing you know i'm just thankful to god for his grace and his mercy and his strength and everything so and i'm just so excited every time you know to come and share with all of you beautiful people you know so um on today's episode i just want to share with you a testimony um i'm going to be reading a testimony from this young lady by the name of nicole dunlap all right just going to share with you her testimony and then right after that um i have a special treat for you guys as well i'm going to be sharing okay because um i want to say that uh a lot of you, you know, I'm, I'm so thankful to God that, you know, I hear from a lot of you from Instagram and, you know, you reach out to me um, and, you know, what whatever situations, especially, you know, young girls, you know, going through different situations. So um, I decided to, as the Lord leads me, um, come up with some ways on how to help, you know, you overcome whatever heartbreak that you've been through, whatever devastation that you've been through. So that's after um, I say this. So let me go ahead and go into this testimony first and then after that, we'll go right into that, okay? But again, I'm so thankful and appreciative to all of you, you know, that reach out to me with, you know, that helps me with the Discussions, the topics that I know What to to address, you know So I'm so thankful And grateful to God For that, and so here we go Let's go right into it, okay, and I hope You all are doing wonderful, I hope you all Had a great week as well um, Just truly Big up the Savior You know, giving Him all the glory, honor And praise, and I bless God May God bless each and every one of you In a mighty, special way, you and your Family And may He open up doors unto you. May He make breakthrough come in your life and miracles come in your life. You know, may God just do a new thing in and through each and every one of you. And just know that you have a divine purpose and a plan that God wants to fulfill in and through you, okay? So know that you are special. And so right now, here is, it's called "Fallen for the One by Nicole Dunlap says young mother they size us at our most vulnerable long hair short hair light brown white black skin yellow skin and a plethora of shades in between we make changes in order to change them we excuse their errors in judgment on And on occasion, their wandering eyes or that which wanders next to steel thighs. We grow within the womb, carrying their child. On occasion, we're not alone as others are carrying their child. Giving them all we have in order to mold them, change them, sculpt them into the fathers. That we may or may not have had all to find out. They love the lives they lead. We, in our quest to keep love, have developed and learned love's lessons. Some of us, almost in the nick of time, our eyes have opened and we, as women, finally will take no more. Well, this story is for the man who comes after him. Yes, him, the one who ruined us, the subsequent man who brings a slight pitter patter to our gut and we determine could be the one. Only we've been cast aside before, our hearts have been wrenched out of us by the ruiner. And we are no longer assured in our own capabilities to find the one. But didn't we grow older? Aren't we wiser? Don't we know how to determine if this man is cheating? Because the one prior to him did. Our our maternal investigative senses have peaked and soared to the max. We have learned to assertion which man Won't grow up and if he never will Right? Not really Because we delve into Our past existence with him In order to scale the ongoing Of our current love affairs However We haven't learned that this thought process Could be our demise The one That came after I married You may ask Isn't he the rebound guy? Well it took me over year of delving in the land of self to hop back into the game I was pursuing my undergraduate degree with a toddler so I had love and my life was busy enough in the meantime I believe I should go back to the start right before I mentioned the man I married after all my past experiences led me to the ruiner, which afterward almost tarnished me for good. As a child, I grew up on the weekends with my father. My sister and I would enjoy dinners and outings as long as our stepmother wasn't around. She didn't like us. She wanted our dad to herself. It was at that point that I determined I'd never have children or at least stay with the child's father. Hint. This is the sole reason I tried to stay with The Ruiner. During the weekdays, my sister and I had lived with Mama. She was very attentive as a mom, except one Sunday when we got home from Dad's, Mom announced she had gotten married. The next thing I knew, she moved us to Long Beach. It was a one-bedroom apartment with this man, our new stepfather. We found that he sought more than our stepmother our stepmom was a good wife to our daddy so daddy would be okay if we stayed with mom most of the time unfortunately for us we had to gog our words so we wouldn't offend or our stepdad our drunken stepdad confined our mother to their bedroom on most days when he came home from our weekend visit with dad he'd like to make comparisons and determine if we liked our father more hmm he was a mean and emotional drunk after a few years of my stepfather's crude jokes and is sometimes happy not drunken self we were accustomed to the game of avoidance dodge the cycle enjoy the comedian After a few years of this crude jokes, his normal facade, then his drunken angriness, we grew accustomed to the game of avoidance. He was rather funny when not drunk. Yes we liked him when not drunk with a measure of trepidation of of course, and we got to enjoy being our mama being with our mama when he we went on week long trips as a truck driver. Anyhow my stepdad's years of emotional torment to my mama and hateful vibes in our direction took its toll He finally verbalized his wishes that our mother's children were dead His hand took on the symbol of a gun The scary thing is he actually had one in the closet. He went to work And that's when my mama, my sister and I learned a new skill. We could move away in 2.5 hours, two and a half hours with the the necessities. Wow. Mama was on a tight income. She gave as much love as she could. And I will always respect her for that. I continued my last year of high school and my sister left for college around this time in my abandoned state of mind. I was noticed by a young man with green eyes I call him the ruiner he had an awful upbringing just like me and he wanted love as much as I did wasn't that just a match in heaven well it took a while but I learned that he was the type of guy that was used to being taken care of by a woman you know those certain situations where mothers or female caregivers rare boys on their own Not all, but some of these women do so much for these young black men that they believe it should carry over into adulthood. That was not me. I noticed the signs of him trying to be less than helpful, especially after we had a child together. He wanted me to give him more attention than I gave to my school studies. And to our baby. That's when my initial beliefs of staying with him for our daughter's sake had washed away. Alright, I've let my heart bleed as much as I can be, as it can. If I go too far into detail, I might end up weeping on my keyboard. So, let's move forward again to the rebound guy that exhibited the one. Qualities. Me and with my stingy self, I hadn't anticipated giving this new man my heart. I assumed he would be the rebound guy, except within my heart of hearts, I felt lucky. He had his faults, but fit the bill of all my desires. And then again, it put me on a pause. Hmm. I began to suspect that this new one was just too good to be true could he be the devil in disguise could he be just as bad as him the ruiner if not worse i almost lost the one as i initiated a list of cues and aids to determine his credentials as my man don't get me wrong we were within the throes of a good time and at the peak of desire for each other We were enjoying each other's company, and I couldn't have been any happier if I'd have breathed him into existence or my imagine became 3D. We enjoyed the same movies, food activities. He made me laugh. I can't express how important this quality is in a man. The ruiner hadn't made me laugh this much in years my previous relationship with the ruiner was far from humorous the best time i had with him was in the beginning and for years i attempted to get that kind of love back could this be could this new one be cosigned to the same outcome my overthinking matters Is what ruined me for the one. He should have gotten the best of me. All throughout our relationship. But instead he got the worst of me. I questioned the one about females. Near and far. Work relations and previous friends. Hmm. You see. Within my mind he was guilty. And until proven innocent. Yes, that is the way I rolled out in order to secure my heart that had already been on lockdown for years. As I continued to give him pieces of me, a little love here and there, not every bit of my emotion, he continued to love me wholeheartedly. He once asked me if I trusted him. I could see within the depths of his dark brown eyes of a glint of worry. Even now it hurts. Recollecting my following and and see me telling him, yes, I trust you. And still not doing so was a grievance to myself. I gave him just enough of myself not to leave. I could not be alone, of course. So with him being the rebound guy while letting off fireworks of a really good man, I continued to give just enough. I was living proof of the song by Feast, The Limit to Your Love. Every word of that song had described me. He'd be five minutes late to my house for a date. Then my chocolate brown eyes slightly narrowed as I initiated the comparison of this one with that one. The bad one. What had taken him so long to get here? Those movies that make women of of color seem like female inspector gadgets were right. I'd initiate the questions. I'd go as far as smelling his neck. Only his neck. I would not be that woman. You know the ones comedians make fun of indicating we like hounds sniff every you know orifice of a man's body. Yes, a subtle inhale would do as my heart skipped a beat and my senses were piqued. Every love if the thought you know it had hit me, I slip over his his jeans or the dresser and pick up his smartphone what was I looking for was I I was searching for suspicious female contacts text messages that sent red flags naked female pictures all of that and more I took a look at his internet search history and I checked his Gmail app I wanted my man to be squeaky clean he passed all the tests Still, I could not shake his feeling of mistrust, even when there were no red flags. So I introduced him to the wolves to orchestrate a rigorous battery of tests, my family. My three-year-old daughter loved him. After a while, she started to call him daddy. The first time she did so, I froze as it came out of the blue, He smiled and replied to her request, allowing the title to solidify. This man would make a good father, so it would further hurt my heart if he didn't pass the the rest of my family's tests. My sister was quite edgy at first as she married his cousin. This was how I met the one at my sister's pre-wedding festivities. So she had all the dirt on him. Do you know? He's done X, Y, and Z with this girl and that girl. Yes, she told me everything to the point where I had to take his newfound qualifications and have a board meeting. With my cousin slash best friend. Is she your sister or cousin? My cousin had been in a similar situation in the past. She'd had her ruining and was past the rebound guy dabbling into various waters determining her choices so we went over his past sexual tyrus and yes boy cousins tell each other everything when a girl means nothing so my sister's second hand stories had to be fully investigated we determined that his past was his past and i should tread lightly that's the limit to my love continued the phone checks and everything the watching him with very uh, observant eyes as we went to the movies and dinner i stared at him even harder if it was a, a, a pretty woman walking by after a few double or group dates with my sister or sister, or cousin, and her new husband, and my cousin and the newest suspect, my girls found that he was good-hearted and could be trusted. So, I gradually ascended the pyramid of assessments. With this seemingly good man, he passed my father's scrutiny and checklist with flying colors. My stepmom liked him too, so I was appreciative. My mom liked him, but I chose not to take her scoring system to heart. Funny side story. Her boyfriend at the time turned out to be. A AWOL from the army. And on medication. After she'd broken up with him. He'd come knocking at my door in the middle of the night. I was scared out of my mind. But the one was there. He called my mother's name. All through the night. Oh excuse me. He called her Rosemary. My mother's name is not Rosemary, nor is her nickname. The next morning, I was. I opened up the kitchen to cook breakfast with my boyfriend. My mom's ex was at the window. So, you see, I love my mother, but I have to give a sideways glance to her opinion of men. She is at the opposite end of the spectrum to trusting the Canadian songstress. And I have to research that. My grandmother, oh boy, if you know her, you know it's not easy to fool her. She's been on this earth just shy of a century. She is stubborn as heck and don't take no, no crap. She's seen everything there is to see, knows everything there is to know about the woes of men. I respect her, her every opinion to the highest extent. My grandmother liked him also at this point he passed every assessment and i had to turn to the other resources to downgrade his qualifications he listened to rap music i myself don't like rap music most of it he liked this i didn't like it see a trend here i took those variables and propelled them into an atomic bomb Suddenly, our lives changed dramatically. The apartment we shared was burned down to the ground. We lost everything that we owned, confined to the basics of just clothes on our back. We moved in with my sister and his cousin, which now was my brother-in-law. What tricky family dynamics, but a good supportive family. I became very depressed during this time, and the one was there to help through my depression. I grew up living Two lifestyles. I knew what I expected of myself and for my daughter. I've always had down times. I would turn toward writing my novels during low periods in in my life. But the fire put me at my lowest point. Spiraling toward my deepest depression. As a young adult, I dealt with the fact that I hadn't given my little three-year-old the best. Because everything I owned had been burnt to the ground. The, the one helped me. He'd lost everything too, but he helped mend my broken spirit. I guess God sent me the right person. He was always so nice to me. Upon our first meeting, I noticed you know his smile. Anyhow, he ran my back and gave thoughtful words of encouragement while I worked on a graduate degree. At Asusa Pacific University. I continue my full time employment as a care attendant. I spent the rest of my time attempting to be the best mom that I could be, smiling for my daughter's sake and giving him a second rate in me. See, I wouldn't allow myself to be taken advantage of. And all glory to God, my boyfriend was not as stingy as my stepfather, neither. He was wanting as a ruiner. We grew together taking care of my daughter. We went to church. This is where the last test would be given to determine if he meet the requirements of marriage material. Ironically, this is where the examination of his credentials should have started and ended. Not with mama, daddy. Great grandmommy my sister or cousins, etc. I would always respect their opinions and hope that they liked him. But I should have allowed the the Lord to mold this man into being the one from the get-go. Yet, through the three years of us being together, my family... The resources, he he stood strong. I hurt him a few times with my overzealous questions of his faithfulness. Those points could never be forgotten, especially when he asked me again if I trusted him. I broke down and told the truth. After all these years, the answer had been no. Now, here we stood in the church. I'd grown up in the church on my father's side and partially when my stepfather acted right, or when my mother was at the end of her rope with him, she'd taken us to church too. So either way, I had the makings of a Christian foundation. Every Sunday, my pastor would paraphrase Revelations 3, verse 16. As a a little out, a little in, a little hot, a little cold, one day he mentioned this passage about lukewarm belief as he done thousands of times before and people would get up and come to rekindle their relationship with the lord well that's when we as a family came to the lord giving my heart my locked up dusty haven't been fully used in a wild heart to god is what i did my boyfriend did too god Was the one God was the one, He has always been the one He strengthened my relationship to the fullest with my boyfriend. Our relationship soared to new heights with God's help. Now we are married. I won't say that the ruiner doesn't run through my mind every once in a while, especially when I counsel a young girl. Who allows herself to be taken advantage of, or can't see past a man's outer appearance? Well, the ruiner is a con- is a constant. Time, each time he decides to see our sheer daughter, it, it doesn't take me back to the throes of distress when I am feeling low and depression. Just try to creep in within my soul. I know my spirit belongs to God. He the one saved me. And my husband. My backbone. Is my continuous encourager. To all women out there. Who've loved young. Hard. And deep. Then been left by the wayside. Or were fortunate enough to walk away. I say. Find you first. Strengthen your relationship with God, the one. And all else will fall into place. Okay, so I hope and pray, you know, your soul was just, you know, encouraged and blessed by this testimony. You know, about the one. All along, the one was God. She had to just reconnect with God. And when she reconnected with God, this young lady, Nicole, then that is when God had fixed that relationship. He did put them together. And, you know, that is what God would do. See, when we put God first, when we just put him first, he would take care of everything else in our lives. Every area of our lives. Once we just give it over to him and, and recognize and, 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 and stand in reverence of him, you know, and and say, God, I, I give you my life, I give you my heart, take full control of all of this, all areas in, in this relationship with everything, God, I give it to you. If this is who you have for me, God, then I know it will be. If it's not, then I know, dear God, you will let that person exit my life. And you know God, He He's the best. He He knows exactly what He's doing. He's in control. And so, again, I just hope and pray you are encouraged by Nicole Dunlap' her testimony. And right now, we are going to go into this right here. You know, like I mentioned earlier, through Instagram, I receive um, a lot of. DMs, you know, about young girls who have been through previous, you know, breakup with relationships and um friendships broke you know had just dissolved, and so I just decided to come up with these seven tips as the Lord allow me and just um pray that it would just be a blessing to your soul, whoever's going through this right now, okay? So I thank you again and just you know what continue to um reach out to me, you know, and direct message me on Instagram, you know, whatever situations that you may be going through as God lead me, you know, what to say, you know, I just want to address it and talk about it on the show, you know, so you can be encouraged. So here we go. All right. And I'll be right back. So don't go anywhere. Here are seven tips on how to get over an ex or a friend, whatever has gone wrong in the relationship, friendship. Here are seven tips that I want to just share with you on how to get over this person. Okay, number one, I'll say just to be upfront with that person, be upfront with them, confront them. You know, say to them, you know, can we meet for lunch? Can we meet for coffee? I just need to, you know, have a conversation with you. Hopefully that they agree. And so, you know, when you're there, you know, face to face with them. You know, and again, do this like in an outside setting. You know, um, I don't recommend indoors, you know. Like do it in an outdoor setting. And um, just say to them. You know, I just want to confront this whole thing because I see that, you know, we were friends and then I thought it was blossoming into something more. I thought it was going to be like a relationship, but I see it's not headed that way. So I just think that it's best that we just, you know, part our ways and, you know, hear what they say. Just just hear them out, you know, but you're just confronting the whole situation. You're just getting it out there you know you're just saying whatever's on your heart and just laying it out and then hear what they say if they say the same thing you know if they'd be like oh yeah you know I'm really was looking to get into a relationship at the moment you know I'm just you know want to remain friends if they say that to you then fine you know at least you know where you stand with this person you you know where exactly where you stand with them so therefore, you know that you know you have to just continue to move on, and so you know even if you know you had a bad breakup, you already know where you stand right now with that person, you know. And the second one, I want to say, the second tip is: it's okay to cry. Okay, so once you confront the person, you know you you know where you stand. They just want to remain friends or whatever. They're not looking for nothing serious or something. Number two, it's okay to cry. It's okay to just cry it out. Let it all out, okay? Instead of having it all bottled in. It's fine. You know, you can cry on your best friend's shoulder. You know, cry on your your mom's shoulder, your dad's shoulder. Whoever is, you know, you're very tight with, you're very close with. It's okay to cry you know, I just let it all out, this, this really hurt me, you know, I really, I really had feelings for this person, I thought that they had the same, you know, towards me, but come to find out, it wasn't, you know, they was probably checking somebody else out, you know, they're interested in somebody else, and you know, whatever it may be, but it's okay to cry, it's okay to let it out, okay, so have a good cry. Just let it all out. Let it all out. And so the the third one that I would say is to pray. You know, I encourage you to pray if you probably haven't prayed before. Um, I just encourage you to try it. God is always there. He's always listening to everything and anything that we have to say. You know, he he already knows what's going on anyway in our lives. And it's okay to just say, God, I feel like this. I I thought that, you know, this person had liked me um, the way I liked them. I thought, you know, we were going to be together, God. But, you know, I just give this over to you right now. Uh, My heart is hurting. And I, I ask that you, I pray that you would just heal my heart. And that is exactly what God will do. He will touch your heart. He will heal your heart. He will heal you everywhere that you hurt. Okay. Cause he's a loving, amazing God. And you know what? His love for you is unconditional. Know that, that God's love for you is unconditional. He, he, he never changes. Okay. Like people change. God never change. He's the same. Yesterday, today, and forevermore. So you can always count and rely on God's love that he wants to pour out upon you when you pray and just come to him and be real and raw with him, honest with him, everything, you know, and, 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 you know, just let him know that you give this over to him and may he just do the work that needs to be done inside in and through you. Okay. So it's okay to pray. I can. The, the fourth one, I would say, is have a, an accountability partner. You know, when you're going through situations um, like this, you know, it's, it's good to have someone like a, a mentor that you look up to, um, probably a, a, a youth pastor, you know, that you can confide in. You know, someone to hold, hold you accountable for, for, for what's the situation, what's going on in your life. You want them to check up on you. Let them know that, hey, can you just check up on me each week? You know, just check in to make sure I'm doing okay. You know, and that, that's what that person ought to do. You know, check in with you um, by, you know, sitting down, having lunch with you or something. You know, call you on the phone, but just check in, in with you to see how you're doing this week. How are you coming along this week? How is it this week? You know? How's things been with you, you know? How are you healing through this process? You know, that person's supposed to just continue, to, continually to check up on you. So you, that is important to have that accountability partner, okay? So, and also they're going to, you know, offer you some good advice, you know, in in the meantime, in the process of everything, you know, they ought, ought to, you know, be able to offer you some type of encouragement. And helping you to keep getting through this. Like, girl, I know you're not still checking up on, on on their Facebook page. I know you're still not checking up on their Instagram page. You know that's a no-no right there. You know you can't be checking up on them. You're trying to get over them. You know, so that, that person, that that's what it is. You know, they want to make sure that, girl, you, you, I hope, let me see your phone. I hope you're not trying to text message this person now. I hope you're not trying to call them you know, because you're trying to get over this person. So, you know, they just want to make sure, you know, that you're not, you know, doing none of those things. You know, you just keeping your distance because you're trying to get over this person. And so the, the fifth one that I would say is listen to upbeat, positive music. You know, it's 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 okay to um it to to listen to some something that just, you know, bring a smile on your face. You know, something that, you know, when you get up every morning, you know, you just you have on your playlist some upbeat songs that to just keep you going. You know, it's not no time to, to listen to some sad songs, but you wanna have a good playlist where you where all the songs beat and positive you know in the direction that you're trying to head was is which is moving forward you're trying to move forward you're trying to get over this devastation what happened you know you're trying to make your heart heal so you're gonna listen to the type of um, encouraging music you know to to your ears okay that's that's important okay they have some great you know amazing gospel singers you know out there. Um, that you know, just you know, lift lift your spirit. Whatever um, music you know you're into, just make sure that is just you know something positive, uplifting, and upbeat. Okay, so that would be the fifth one. The sixth one, I would say you know what? Quote scripture, quote God's word over your life. Listen, just download the Bible app on your phone if you don't already have one, and just quote. God's word over your life, you know, God's word is is powerful, it's life-changing, okay, you know, you know, God's word says in Exodus 15, verse 2, that the Lord is my strength and my song, and he has given me victory, this is my God, and I will praise him, my father's God, and I will exalt him. You know, in Psalms 139.10, it says that even there, your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. God's word also says in Psalms 22.19 that, O Lord, do not stay far away. You are my strength. Come quickly to my aid. God's word says in Psalms 28 and 7, The Lord is my strength and shield. I trust him with all my heart. He helps me, and my heart is filled with joy. I burst out in songs of thanksgiving. God's word also says in Psalms 59 and 9, That you are my strength. I wait for you to rescue me. For you, O God, are Hey, you guys, I'm going to continue with part two in the next episode right after this. Okay, so I'm going to stop this right here and continue on in part two. Okay, and I'll just start it over from the seven tips with number one. Okay, in part two, here we go.